Cluster B personality disorders are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional, and unpredictable thoughts and behavior. From Ars Longa Media, this is Cluster B, scientifically informed, expert insights into the four Cluster B personality types, antisocial, borderline, narcissistic, and histrionic personality disorder. Here's today's host, Dr. Todd Grande. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. Today's question asks, do narcissists change as they grow older? And if so, in what way? I've also heard the questions, can an aging narcissist still cause harm to other people? And what changes as a narcissist reaches the end of their life? So in this video, as I'm talking about the aging narcissist, I'll be talking mostly about grandiose narcissism. And of course, when we see extreme grandiose narcissistic traits, we tend to think of the mental disorder, narcissistic personality disorder. So grandiose narcissism is characterized by a sense of entitlement, self-centeredness, a need for admiration and low agreeableness, as well as being arrogant, socially bold, self-confident, having superficial charm, being resistant to criticism, being callous, and being highly manipulative. There are a few other types of characteristics associated with this type of narcissism as well, but I'm really trying to differentiate here from vulnerable narcissism. So I'm really looking at grandiose and not vulnerable traits like feeling a sense of shame or being hypersensitive to criticism or resentful or something like that. So just really staying on the grandiose side. So as we contemplate grandiose narcissism and aging, we really see a number of interesting theories in the research literature. We see years ago under the psychoanalytic school of thought, there was this idea that children were narcissistic, that narcissism decreases in middle age, and that it increases dramatically as people move into their 70s and 80s. But the best evidence that we see in modern research literature suggests that narcissism actually decreases quite a bit as people grow older. This decrease tends to start sometimes in the late 50s or early 60s, but it seems like age 65 is important. It appears to be the threshold where we see a significant drop in the levels of narcissism. So as every generation gets older, they tend to think of younger generations as more narcissistic. But what might be happening here, some of the time anyway, is that as people grow older, they become less narcissistic. So by comparison, people who are younger seem more narcissistic. Now, a number of factors may affect the change in narcissism levels as people grow older. As people age, they tend to see a number of changes. They may experience a decrease in their level of authority or responsibility. For example, retiring from a job, especially if there's some type of manager or supervisor. We see a loss of independence. We see loneliness tends to increase. We see a decrease in sex drive, self-attention, a decrease in physical attractiveness, and decreases in physical health, as well as cognitive and intellectual abilities. All these changes lead to what is referred as a narcissistic crisis or narcissistic injury. The narcissist changes their self-perception. They struggle to see themselves as successful and important because many of the shallow ways that they measured success and importance are now changing. Now, narcissism is usually thought of as protective, whether it's grandiose or vulnerable. But I tend to think of grandiose narcissism as having a stronger association with that protective conceptualization. So what this means is that this type of narcissism shields a fragile sense of self 
from reality. But as these changes occur, as people age, it becomes difficult for the narcissist to maintain this protective shield. The self-deception becomes more difficult. They have a hard time fooling themselves in light, again, of all these factors that are changing, sometimes by quite a bit. Now, what's interesting here is that this decrease in narcissism should lead to all types of good things, right? We know that narcissism is quite destructive to other people, and it's destructive to the person who's narcissistic. However, as narcissism levels drop in the elderly, feelings of loneliness and depression tend to increase. When somebody becomes less narcissistic, they become less confident and they become more shy, so less likely to go out and be social. Now, the loss of autonomy that comes with aging means that people have to rely on family members for support. An individual with narcissistic personality disorder or grandiose narcissism in general often alienates family members. There's a lot of distance that's created between the narcissist and the family. And this is due to a number of factors, including the arguing, neglect, and manipulation associated with narcissism. So we see quite a few difficulties appear for the aging narcissist. But even if a person with narcissistic personality disorder or high grandiose narcissism did not alienate family members, they would experience a sense of shame if they asked for help. This is true whether we're looking at grandiose or vulnerable narcissism. Additionally, there's a genetic component to narcissism. So children of people with NPD, for example, would be at an increased risk of being narcissistic themselves and therefore less likely to provide meaningful support. So really, we see a number of reasons why family members don't want to support the aging narcissist. So we see that aging brings certain risks to the narcissist in part because they lose their narcissism. They lose that protective and adaptive ability of narcissism. But we also see that narcissism moderates the relationship between age and loneliness. So what does this mean? Well, this means that as people age, they tend to become more lonely. But narcissism has an influence on the strength and direction of that relationship. So as somebody ages and the level of narcissism drops, the loneliness tends to increase. So the combination of age and narcissism can actually lead to loneliness. So high narcissism actually reduces age-related loneliness. That's another way to look at it. So that type of narcissism, that narcissism in that situation is adaptive. It's a protective factor. Science! 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 Hello, podcast fans. Want to get weird with us? Come check out the Mad Scientist podcast. We are a weekly show that looks at the history, philosophy, and hard facts behind your biggest paranormal questions. Did the government really pay for a psychic spy program? Yes. Is it true that surgery got its start in grave robbing? Yes. Can a roller coaster really kill you? Legally, we can't say so for sure, but sometimes, yes! Join myself, Chris Cogswell, and my co-host, Marie Mayhew, as we examine the science, philosophy, and history behind the strange and unusual. All to discover what's possible and plausible versus what's, well, just made up. Check us out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Mad Scientist Podcast. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. 
We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. So I've talked about what can happen in terms of risks to the aging narcissist. What's negative about narcissism and growing older? But what about the victims of an aging narcissist? Does the narcissist become less dangerous to other people because their level of narcissism tends to decrease with age? Well, we don't know for sure. We actually don't see much research on this topic. But based on my clinical experience, I would say no. I would say the narcissist does not become less dangerous. So how is this possible if narcissism tends to decrease? So if the narcissism is going down, why would the aging narcissist potentially be just as dangerous? Well, because the destructive aspects of narcissism can still be maintained, even if the levels of narcissism decrease. So the way to think about this, I think, is with an analogy over to boxing. I think this is helpful for this. If we think of a physically strong young boxer, and then we think of another boxer who's 15 years older, the young boxer has a number of advantages. They have a lot of power, endurance, and they tend to heal faster when they're injured. But those advantages don't always translate into victory. The older boxer may not be quite as strong, but their technique is excellent. They've learned how to be effective with the strength they have. They know what to expect in a boxing match. They're not surprised by how they feel, especially in later rounds. They can focus, they can manage their abilities well, and they can do more with less. This is similar to what we see with narcissism. There's a value to experience, and the aging narcissist is very experienced. The aging narcissist has had a lot of time to be an effective manipulator, for example. So the aging narcissist has seen a number of people come and go, a number of potential victims. And these people learned and adapted to the narcissist manipulation. So the narcissist developed new techniques. They refined their manipulative abilities. They didn't just stay stagnant. They wanted to keep causing damage. They wanted to keep being self-centered, having that sense of entitlement. And they wanted to keep getting admiration. So they adapted. They learned how to maneuver through people's detection of the narcissism. So the narcissist, just like anyone, learns from their experiences. They don't learn from all their experiences. That's why we have that lack of insight component associated with narcissism. But they definitely learn from some of their experiences. So we just can't automatically assume that the aging narcissist is going to be less effective at manipulation. Now, some people say that an aging narcissist becomes increasingly lonely, which of course we know is true, and that because they're lonely, they have less contact with people. So the potential for harm decreases. And I suppose in a way this is true, all other things being equal. If a narcissist has access to say four people in his or her life, they will do less damage than a narcissist who has access to 10 people. However, it's not always about the quantity. One thing that I've seen repeatedly from my clinical experience is the aging narcissist who can get a hold of just one person, often a person who has been a victim of that narcissist for many years. 
and that narcissists can maintain power over that person even as the narcissist ages and, of course, as the victim ages. This power can be in place and often is in place right up until the moment the narcissist passes away. And, of course, even after the narcissist is gone, the victim can still suffer for a long time. Just like a narcissist who is younger or who is in middle age, the aging narcissist can leverage feelings of guilt. They can maintain their efforts of manipulation, sometimes even using the consequences of aging to amplify the feelings of guilt in their victims. For example, they can leverage the prospect of their own mortality to make victims feel guilty. The victim of an aging narcissist often feels conflicted. They may be angry about all the things that the narcissist did to them, but at the same time, they feel sorry for the aging narcissist. They feel sorry about the aging narcissist's declining health, increased isolation, increased depression, all those factors I talked about before that are connected with aging. There's something particularly difficult to process about seeing someone who had so much power over you become vulnerable. The victim of the narcissist wants the relationship to resolve in a positive way, which of course is understandable. They want to believe that the narcissist can change. They've invested tremendously in that relationship with the narcissist. They've suffered so much at the hands of the narcissist that sometimes it just becomes a calculation. I've gone this far. Why not see this through to the end? Maybe near the end, the narcissist will say something kind, loving, caring, reveal their true feelings, which of course the victim hopes would be good feelings, and apologize for all the harm that was caused over all the years. Or maybe the aging narcissist is still manipulating victims, or even one victim, right until the very end. Some mental health counselors say that one of the major keys to recovering from mental health struggles is having one key positive relationship. I think this really depends on what mental disorder we're talking about, but I do agree with the general idea that relationships are important to recovery. But you could also turn this around. Maybe all the narcissist needs to protect their own ego as they age and do interpersonal damage is one key relationship. It may not be a positive relationship from the point of view of the victim, but it may be positive from the point of view of the narcissist. For more content like this, check out Healthy Toxic, another podcast from Ars Longa Media, all about what makes or breaks relationships, including issues related to narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and how personality disorders affect relationships. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. Learn more at ArsLonga.media. Welcome to the Bravery Academy. My name is Emma Ferris and I'm your host. This podcast is crafted to share the stories of courageous individuals who've overcome adversity and found the courage to live their best lives. We'll explore the science of well-being, courage and connection and interview top thought leaders, game changers and survivors. And it's from these stories that we learn what resilience is, how to heal, how to recover and how to be brave.